All right, here we go. Francis Chan Friday, Christian Comics, and Bible Baffle. That's Kwame and Company on the Word. For I love Bible Baffle. I listen whenever I can every day so that I learn more about the Word. And the music is so uplifting. And I love that you have the weather and the updates on what's happening in the world and locally. Well, we've got most of those things on the Kwame and Company podcast. I, I think we should probably figure out how to play Bible Baffle on the podcast. That'd be weird. It would be weird, but uh, we've done weirder things, I think. So then people, somebody just randomly, all of a sudden, two years from now, right. listens would, to would, that podcast, it, yeah. and then they email you. Maybe and, we could put dates on it. Sure. Before September 15th. <laughs> right. Here's the... Sure. Well, you know, that might get us more people listening. <laughs> you never know. Like more often, like we, more you regularly. Mean giving things away. Yeah if, yeah. if they knew that there was a chance during the show, we uh, might yeah. say at some point. Right. Yeah. There's always a chance. Okay. So <laughs> there's we'll... always. You mean you're, say, you're telling me there's a cheat? We'll work on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that also means we got to have more stuff to give away. Yeah, we can round up something. No, yeah, I'm sure so at some point we'll we find get something. Some podcast swag. Ooh. I don't Kwame, know. Kwame and Company podcast swag, huh? We'll have to look and see how many are listening. If we get into the double digits of people listening. I think well, not on the average isn't double digits. Oh, yet. okay. Well, we need to work on not that. yet. Tell other people. Yeah, <laughs> I'm listening to this podcast. It's not so bad then. You might as well try it. Something like it's that. not so bad then. Yeah. You don't want to say it's the best podcast in the world. You don't uh, want to oversell it. Make a liar out of yourself. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. And we're here to keep you from lying. Yeah, right. Sinning, basically. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yesterday, or last time, I should say, we started the uh, seven ways to tackle back to school anxiety from Lori Wildenberg. And you know Lori Wildenberg. I do. I got to meet her and speak with her about her new books, and mm-hmm. she's very nice. Yeah. Uh, our our uh, September book of the month is from Lori about messy hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's the thing. Sometimes we think everybody should have everything, and thereby I should have everything all together, but uh, life is messy. Hope is messy. Don't worry about it. Um, back to school anxiety. The first one was listen to your child's concern. Don't try to talk them out of it. Uh Number two, normalize your child's fears. Uh, describe your feeling as a kid when you went back to school. That might be a way to, to do that. Uh, number three, be a problem solver. If X happens, what can we do in response to that? Or how could we prevent that situation? Give them some options. Uh, and number four, set the tone. Avoid getting caught up in your child's emotional state and uh, let his feelings be his. And you be calm. Okay, we're up to number five. Ready? I'm so ready. Visit the school and classroom ahead of time if possible. Well, at this date, it might be impossible because you, you might already be in session. But if there is time for that, it wouldn't hurt. little ex, uh, expedition, mm-hmm. field trip. Right. Walk the halls, locate the classrooms, note landmarks along the way. Oh, here's the library. Oh, here's the office. And having nightmares about um, forgetting your locker combination. Totally normal. Right. Ending up in the wrong class? Totally normal. I mean, nightmares about it anyway. Yeah. 
You ever getting... had the night ball? My nightmare was that I'd signed up for a class and forgotten to go the whole semester. And <laughs> and, and the, the final is today. Oh, see, mine was just, I was in the wrong class. And I've actually had those after high school. Oh, yeah. Well, like, yeah. I, I have a nightmare that I went to the wrong class and sat in that class and it was yeah. the wrong class. Yeah, I can see that. So anyway, so allow time for the little ones to check out the playground and the equipment or or for the bigger kids, find their locker and practice unlocking it. Because sometimes those lockers are tricky. You know, they, you do the exact right combo and it still doesn't open. Well, what do you do then? So get to know the janitors, I guess. That would be a good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And these are uh, anxieties uh, go, uh, uh, connected with going back to school number six. Connect with another student. Encourage your kid to connect with an, another regarding their schedules. Sure. Maybe you know somebody from church going to the same school. You know? Set a place for meet for lunch on the first day or before the first day. That's a good idea. All right. Uh, where are we here? And on number seven. Maintain a positive attitude. Express confidence in your child's ability to handle the situation. This will transfer nicely to your child's view of himself and his circumstances. If the person communicates to the child that he's capable, the child will be more confident and then more successful. So I'm sure you can handle it. Uh, you, you've done this and this and this in the past. You're really growing up. I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll be able to pull this off. And they got one more here. Pray with your child. My Val used to do this in the car when she was dropping them off and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, kind of give them a boost for the day. Uh, pray with and for your child for a smooth transition. Uh, uh, Lori said, before my kids would leave the house, I would give them the ironic blessing, the blessing from Aaron to oh. the, the kids. <laughs> I'm like, Not and ironic. ironic. Yeah, that, well, <laughs> I'd have to think of an ironic blessing. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, she says, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face to you and give you peace. From number six, starting with 24. verse 24. 24, 25, 26. Good job. Uh, a couple of other little bits of advice. Uh, uh, and, and this is all, if you, if you want to find out more, do a Google on Lori Wildenberg, and she's got all kinds of things on the Internet for parents. So the, the whole praying thing. So Seth. Every day before he goes to work, calls Wes yeah. before he gets to work to pray with him. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. What a neat deal. Yeah. So he picked that up somewhere, didn't he? Well, yeah. Well, Wes started it with him, and so okay. now he insists, like, he will not, he does not go to work oh. without Wes praying. And if we can't get a hold of him, then I pray with him in the parking lot. So he okay. waits to see if he can get a hold of him all the way until we get to his work. Yeah. And then if we get there. Yeah, we get number two on the list. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> yep. Yeah. The backup. Well, that's good. Um, uh, Lori says we can help our kids make the back-to-school adjustment while building confidence in their abilities to handle a new situation. Act and talk about these things uh, a week or so before school starts. Well, if you don't have that time now, you know, start them now. You know, mm -hmm. Stuff happens. And uh, Lori says anxiety isn't necessarily a bad thing. Right. It, it's the body's way of preparing for the unknown or dangerous, stressful situations. Healthy stress motivates an individual to move forward and increases the brain activity to focus. Uh, there are those cases where anxiety is bigger than what is typical. So get help if your child is, is debilitated by stress. 
uh, and preoccupied with his fears, but don't get too worried if they're anxious about something. That's a normal thing. Silas needs to know everything. About yeah. yeah. It can it can almost drive you insane. Yeah. With yeah. all because he has a lot of questions because yeah. he need, he thinks he needs to know every, every part. Of, oh yeah, thing. every part of it. Yeah. What are we doing here? What time are we leaving? What do you have this? Yeah. I mean, he, he must have, they went to Valley Fair yesterday. Oh, and he, he must have asked me every day for the last week if I got his Visa gift card because <laughs> it's a cashless park. Yeah. So they needed the gift cards to go. Right. Oh, yes. Like, yes, I there have it. it. I got it. Stop. Stop asking me. <laughs> Well, if you need uh, help or more anxiety coping mechanisms, the book of the month will be on our website shortly. It, shortly, uh, or yes. it might be. We don't know when you're listening to this, so who knows? But uh, it's our September yeah. book of the month, "Messy Hope: Help Your Child Overcome Anxiety, Depression, or Suicidal Ideation." Mm-hmm. All right. This is Kwame and Company podcast number nineteen. 91.5 and 102.7, The Word. This is Kwame and Company. We're talking about a, a really uh, unique outreach to children of unreached people groups around the world, especially Muslim nations. Nuria is what it's called, N-O-R-E-A. What does Nuria stand for? Uh, uh, Harold is with us. Uh, hi, Harold. That's a good question. <laughs> Founded in 1956. Nordic Radio Evangelic, Ev- Evangelistic Radio, Association. That's, yeah. okay. that's, that's how right. we go. Sorry well, about that. Yeah, no, yeah. no. If you can't tell, uh, Harold and, and uh, Roger, who we haven't spoken to yet this time, are both from Norway. So are most of our listeners. Yeah, and I'm happy. You know, I was just thinking when I saw the name of the radio, uh, Pequot Lakes in the Minnesota. Um, Pequot Lakes. Yeah, yes. I, you know, I got my bachelor's in Minnesota in radio and broadcasting, and I interned in Minnesota News Network. Wow. And I actually went to Alexandria and was part on a radio show there because they heard me reading the news on the closed network. Oh, sure. And they were wondering, who is that guy with that accent? <laughs> <laughs> so I was, was able to visit that radio, and, and there had guests coming in the studio, and yeah. it was a great time. And nice. Lots of Norwegians in Minnesota. <laughs> That's right. Probably half of our listening audience is Norwegian. Roger, uh, tell us about uh, Nuria and your production of these uh, children's stories. Now, uh, last time you told us the specific stories or the specific characters that you're developing for this curriculum. Uh, You want to know how I met Nuria? Okay, I was pitching this idea uh, when I was a I was actually like a missionary wife because my wife was the missionary. Okay. So I just came along, right, to, yeah. to, to homeschool the kids. So you need something to do. Yeah. And, right. and I, you know, after one year, they spoke so well English so they could go to international school. So then I was like without a job. And I felt really bad for the mission paying me for being there. So I and said, what country were you in? That was Tanzania by the time. Tanzania. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, what do I know? You know, what's my f- field, which is film? So I, I, I came with this idea, can I make this and this and this? And the mission said, well, interesting. There are some people coming uh, to Kenya, the neighboring country. Uh, they're from Norea. And I said, Norea, who are they? Uh, I went there, I met them, and I had a pitch. I read the entire, no, I read a few episodes for them. And the thing about me is that I, I joke a lot, but my face is stone. So you, you don't know. If That's I'm, a Norwegian thing. <laughs> you, you, you could tell when two guys are having a really deep conversation, Norwegian people. They're standing looking at the horizon, not at each other, and there's absolutely no expression on their faces. Okay, so I'm, I'm 
at the end of the meeting, I feel things are going so well. So I say, hey, why don't you guys just give me the same budget I would have in Norway for buying motion capture equipment? That would be like $40,000, I think. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't laugh, you know? They were serious. And then they, got, they sent me a letter asking, why do you need this amount of money? Can you find that equipment uh, used somewhere in East Africa? I called the vendors. I asked them, have you sold anything in East Africa that I can rebuy? And it was a big no. Uh, and this equipment came from, from America. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the end, it ended up with, we imported uh, all the mocap equipment to Tanzania. It got stuck in customs for more than a month because they thought I was going to sell cameras because motion capture is like s- at least 16 cameras. Yeah. So I had to write an apology to the minister of imports. Uh, my actors were on the payroll. Days were, you know, going. I, I have, yeah. It was terrible. But then we got the equipment and we... We got around to do the recordings. Two and a half months it took us to, to record all 25 episodes. And that was the first project that, that you did with Norea. And now we're rolling. Now we've got a big international team. I'm in Norway now, controlling everyone uh, by the internet. So that works fine. We would love to hear more about this. And, and as you make progress, can you keep us in the loop? Is that possible? Sure, but yeah. uh, we, we need to ask Harald about that because I'm a bit of a nerd. Harald is the people's person, so he'll, re- he'll remember. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll give you my card. We'll stay together. Yeah. We'll stay together. Get, give us a call. I'll be glad to be interviewed and talk right. to you guys later. All right, yeah. excellent. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for inviting us and having you on the show. It's been great to be here. Whether it's by intercom or rattling the wall, we'll get Amy's attention for Kwame and Company on 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. Oh, one of my favorite things of the podcast or the broadcast or anything, dog stories. Hmm. Actually, it's a pet story. It's uh, the Reader's Digest does as best pet pals, and they encourage people to, to uh, submit stories about their animals. Do you watch AGT? It's, yeah. Okay. You see the guy with the pet, uh, the the dog. Yeah, he looks yeah, see, looks kind of like a border collie. Black that's and white how dog. much uh, people like animals. They they weren't. Yeah. I don't think like the best out of the twelve, but they got in the top, they were the top two and went to the finals. Okay. In the semifinals. That was a so, really good dog. Though. I mean, it was very really good, good. But I mean, there was a. I mean, yeah. But there was other ones that were like, oh, that's quite the talent. Beaten and by a dog. Beaten be by the of... dog because the dog is cute and everybody loves a good dog story. Right. story. Right. Well, okay, this is a dog story about Misty the Rescue Dog in Illinois. And it comes to us from Kathy. She said, I was fighting a migraine one summer day and decided to step outside for fresh air. I was gazing at our koi pond and my rescue dog, Misty, nearby when suddenly I fainted. So she's on the edge of the pond, faints. Yikes. Eventually, I gasped awake to Misty, desperately yanking my arms, legs, and clothes, slowly but surely pulling me out of the water. Uh, She'd managed to get my upper body on land, bringing me back to consciousness by licking my face and whimpering. Once I got to my feet, she had my wrist in her mouth, gently pulling me away from the pond and toward the house where I could call for help. So the paramedics came. Misty had never left my side. They determined that I was concussed and had been out for three to five minutes, face down in the water. Wow. Yeah. I could have drowned if Misty hadn't acted so quickly. So way to go, Misty. I have a hard time believing that she had me 
gently by the wrist. Yeah, I, I, yeah. She <laughs> probably was fairly insistent at this point. Come on, you jerk it away from the water. You wonder what dogs really the think. The gently by the wrist. Well, yeah. if there was clothes, it would probably have the clothes more than yeah. the, than the actual. But if it was grabbing you by the wrist, if it's going to move you, it's going to have a pretty it's tight grip on you. Yeah. yeah. She says, now whenever, I, whenever I'm in the yard, Misty stays right next to me. Make sure she's between me and the pond. <laughs> uh, not many people can answer who rescued who quite the way I can. Right. So there's the picture of Misty. Nice. Old, older dog mm-hmm. looks like some kind of a lab, lab, which makes sense of a water dog. And, right. And uh, plenty of muscle to pull uh, Kathy out of the, no la- out of the pond. That, yeah, that could have been tragic. Uh, yeah. And the, the dog was smart enough to know, I need to get her mouth out of the water. Right. Yeah. This so, doesn't look good. No. Hey, woman. Yeah. Hey, human. Hey. <laughs> I need my lunch. Right. <laughs> He's not responding. <laughs> I need to get her out of there. treat. <laughs> Here's the ball. Nose it towards her. Yeah, no, that wouldn't work. <laughs> this could have gone wrong in so many oh, ways. definitely. <laughs> Dog just keep bringing the ball, dropping it in the koi pond. Well, that's not going to help. <laughs> All right. Uh, the women's retreat is coming up at Camp Jim. We're going to find out more about that. Maybe they have a rescue dog there. Well, I, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't, we'll see. 91.5 and 102.7, the word. Oh, it's good to have uh, Nick Hulse with us again. From He's the program director at Camp Jim, just outside, you said, just east of Pillager, right? Yeah, just given. east of Pillager. Yeah, and, and that's uh, Hardy Lake, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So we've talked in the last few weeks about uh, uh, the Labor Day family camp and the men's meet and greet. What about the ladies? Is there anything going on at Camp Jim? And I say that tongue-in-cheek because I know there is. (laughs) Yeah, we have uh, coming up September 22nd through the 24th, so Friday through Sunday, uh, we have the Ladies Refresh Retreat coming in. Okay, Uh, and and, uh, Ladies Refresh, meaning the kids are back at school I need some time with my gal pals. Yep you you've been uh, you've got your kids off at school. Yep. you've got uh, you know coming off a long summer. Uh, you know your your husband has been away at the men's retreat, or he's been out fishing or playing golf all summer. Right. This is a weekend just for you. Okay, ladies, refresh retreat. How are you refreshing the ladies? What's going on? Yeah. So we've got uh, well the one of the big big things that I normally mention is you're not having to cook. You're not having oh, to clean. Oh, there you go. We, we've got people there that are taking care of all of that for you. But more than that, you get refreshed because we've got a speaker coming in, uh, a lady that actually my wife, Corianne, is so excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Their speaker is a, a gal named uh, Pat Phileas. Okay. And she's from over in the Green Bay area. And my wife and I have been trying to get her to come and do a women's retreat for years. And this is the first time we've been able to get her. We are so excited. She does such a great job of just pouring into women, meeting them where they're at. She's had, uh, I think they had four kids uh, growing up that kind of ran the spectrum of uh, extreme athletes to to more introverted. So she's yeah. she's got a great way of relating to everybody. Um, but she uh, she works in youth ministry or did for many, many years. So she understands where women are at and how to reach them with the gospel. Now, when you have a, a woman's retreat like this, uh, the the ladies' refreshed retreat versus the men's meet and greet, which was just 
what, a week or two, mm-hmm. a week ahead of that. Yep. Uh, is there more time for interaction and communication and sitting around and sharing in the women's retreat than the men are out tromping around the woods and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, the, I mean, there's still going to be some activities. We're still yeah. going to have archery going for the for the ladies. Oh, We're cool. still going to have... Uh, uh, you know, the waterfront uh, will still be open, you know, weather permitted, because, again, we're getting near the end of uh, end of September there, but the boats are still available, things like that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you get more time to uh, more time to sit fellowship with one another if you want it. Uh, but the big thing that we added uh, for this year is a, uh, a book swap, oh. actually. So it's a chance for, uh, ladies, if you have had a book that you have, uh, that you've read that's made a big impact in your life. Yeah. Um, you know, something that helped you grow, something that challenged you in some way. What we're doing is asking, hey, bring a bring that book with you. We're going to have a time set up when ladies can talk to each other, swap books. So if you've got an amazing one and somebody else has one that you want to read, you can actually swap those books while you're there at the retreat. So bring a book with you that you're interested in swapping. And if yeah. you say, hey, I just, I don't have one. I haven't done any reading. I'm not sure. We're going to have some other ones there. That, some extra, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't feel like, well, I can't do it because I didn't have one. We'll have you covered. We want to make sure that everybody goes home with a way that they can try and grow okay. uh, in their love of God. Before you leave, I've got some books from our books of the month and stuff. Let me send some with you. Okay? Oh, that would be awesome. Thank All right. you. Uh, well, you know what? When you swap books like that, uh, you could be also be starting some friendships there. That'll be long lasting. Oh, absolutely. That's uh my wife and I have said for years that the best friends that we have ever had, and my wife and I included, we actually met at a camp okay. uh, over in Michigan uh, 21 years ago. Yeah. Um, but the best friends and the, the closest, dearest friends that my wife and I have, we met at camp. Yeah. Well, you share something there that that's, uh, it's a bond that's hard to break. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, Nick, we appreciate what you're doing at Camp Jim. And again, uh, uh, let me see if I have the website right. Campgym.org? That is correct. Well, that's pretty easy, but still, I'm a Norwegian <laughs> guy, so I, I don't remember stuff very well. Campgym.org. You can register for the Ladies Refresh Retreat right on the website and probably see some pictures of the camp. Absolutely. Yep, All we've right. got uh, the different buildings are on there, the different uh, amenities that we have. So, yeah, absolutely, check it out right there on the website. Okay. Be sure to keep us informed what's going on there at Camp Jim, okay? Absolutely, will do. Slow talkers Dan and Chen, portion size, and our panel of experts. It's Kwame and Company on 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. Amy and Phil with you today on Kwame and Company, like normal. On the podcast, I should say. Well, the program, too, it doesn't really matter. Right. You know, I was thinking about all the different things that we say, um, you know, that are not that we say, but the person introducing us you know the the little segment here yeah 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 and i'm you know you think of quirky things yeah you got the quirky things but try to think of what my quirky thing is i don't really have a quirky thing i want i'm a panel of expert but yeah and you try to give me but i don't really have a quirky thing well the intercom is kind of your quirky thing yeah but that's the quirky thing to get a hold of me not no, my that's quirky true. thing it's not your, well okay uh, huh. You need to be more quirky, apparently. I guess. Yeah. I'm going to have to come up well, with something. Uh, just start printing things off the internet. You'll <laughs> find all kinds of quirky things. All right. And that's where this came from. Well, mm. no, no. This came from a magazine. This is uh, Strange Laws. Okay. Oh, okay. I love these things. Strange Me Laws. Too. Uh, lawmakers from all around the country have created many laws, some stranger than others. Now, this one comes from the United Kingdom. 
And you wonder where these, uh, there must have been some reason to do this back at the time when they made the law. Sure. All beached whales and sturgeons in the United Kingdom must be offered to the monarch, according to a decree from 1322. Okay. So you get a beached whale, or I don't know if it means every sturgeon. Well, anyway, nevertheless, in 20, or in 2004, the late Queen Elizabeth II waived her right to a 264-pound sturgeon caught by a fisherman in Wales. Because apparently he was going to fulfill this thing. I got right. a sturgeon. Yeah. Got to bring it to the queen. Mm-hmm. She said, you No, keep thanks. It. You keep it. <laughs> nice. That's an ugly 264 fish. 264-pound sturgeon. Yeah, that's a... Can you imagine how big that thing must be? That's a, that's a marine right there. Yeah. A, okay, here's another law. Since 1915... It's a unique law from Austria. Since 1915, using bread to clean wallpaper or floors is prohibited in Austria. <laughs> Since now, 1914, huh? I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, in 1914, you could still do it. Uh-huh. Since 1915. Mm. So they said, well, enough is enough. Quit okay. wasting the bread. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe they were using it after it got hard and stale. Like, uh, but like, then they were like, you know what? You can still use it. It's croutons. You can put it in soup. Yeah. Think of all the things you can Think do with stale the, bread. Exactly. You and can besides, make stuffing out of it. And it says specifically clean wallpaper <laughs> or floors. Not just like your Not car just windshield. the walls. Yeah, exactly. Wallpaper. Well, must have been something specific. That yeah. They... Uh, it's not as bad as this one. This oh. is from Brazil. Okay. The city of Barra do Graças in Brazil passed a law setting aside 12 acres for a UFO airport to cater to flying saucers reportedly spotted in the area. Oh, well, you know, you want to make sure you have a landing spot That's for That's exactly those. it. They wanted to leave enough space. Mm-hmm. You know, urban sprawl, where's a UFO going to land? Right. Got so, plan ahead. So in 1995, they thought, this is important enough. We've got to take care of this. <laughs> Again, up to 95, they were okay with that. UFOs yeah, they, just they anywhere, could, they could willy-nilly. They just land anywhere. Just yep. hovering. Maybe that's why they maybe they were hovering more, and they figured, oh, he's looking for a place to land. Mm-hmm. Okay, this isn't a strange I think they law, have too much alcohol. Well, that's in, my... in, in Brazil? <laughs> yes. You know. Uh, Too this much com- drinking down there. This comes from Gordon. And, and, and when our pastor was in graduate school, uh, the dorm cafeteria was not known for its culinary excellence. <laughs> nice way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> One evening, he finished saying grace, and his friend pointed to his dish and said, "Sorry, Steve, didn't work. It's still here." <laughs> that's that's a pretty bad commentary on the food. You uh, pray for the food, and it doesn't mm-hmm. disappear. Oh, yeah. Power of prayer. It's not effective in this case well maybe maybe the prayer made it edible maybe did you think of that steve's friend maybe it was poisonous before and yeah. it took the poison away yeah <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to find a silver lining right i mean at least he didn't have to use it to clean the wallpaper <laughs> right strange <laughs> laws all right this is kwame and company podcast number 19 the next one will be 20 and i have no idea what's coming up then I'm Phil Kwame with news for the heart of Minnesota. Less than half of Minnesota public school students who took a standardized test during the last school year were found to be reading or performing math at grade level. 
Minnesota Department of Education released the 22-23 test data last week of the students who took the Minnesota Comprehensive Assessment, or Minnesota Test of Academic Skills, 49.9% met or exceeded grade-level standards, down 1.2 percentage points from 2022. In math, 45.5% of students met or exceeded grade-level standards. In 2023, 39.2% of students met or exceeded grade-level standards, which is a 2.1 percentage point drop from 2022. Of all the students who took the Access for English language learners in 2023, 8.6% were proficient in English, a 0.2 percentage point decrease from 2022. I'm Phil Kwame with News for the Heart of Minnesota. Okay, that's it for the Friday version of the Kwame and Company podcast. We'll be back with a new one, fresh, right out of the bread bag on Tuesday. Okay, <laughs> I'll be ready. All right. You have a good time here this weekend. Uh, we'll see you on Monday on Kwame and Company starting at 6 a.m., right? I don't know. Are you recording? Are you going to be here? It's Labor Day. Well, we don't know. I mean, as we record this, it's Labor Day. Sure. For people listening, we don't know. It's oh, just yeah. a Monday. Join us mon- Mondays. Well, I'll Monday be here. Monday through Friday, 6 to 9. Yeah, I'll be here. 91.5 or 102.7 or the word.mn. I might bring Lucy the dog. Sure. Okay. <laughs>